This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to the You Choose Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Please take a moment, pause this podcast right now, and share it with someone you think would find this podcast interesting. We would really appreciate it. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com. That's the letter U, choosepodcast.com, and find the different ways that you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And without further ado, let's get into the adventure you choose. This being the beginning of Edward Packard's Choose Your Own Adventure books, this was the very first Which Way or Choose Your Own Adventure book ever. Came out in 1976. And well, let me get it here. I think it was 76. Let me make sure. older than me. 76, yeah. 1976. And this is before he went with Bantam. So this is with a different publishing company. And this is actually the first story. If you remember, the genesis of this was telling stories, bedtime stories to his kids. Yeah. And then he'd give them choices. And he's like, you know, this would make actually a kind of a cool book. And it's, voila. It's funny, that, it's funny that Brent's already making comments about me getting back from the Blue Oyster. Oh, Brent. Good because you, Brent. Sugar Cane, Sugar Cane Island was my was my dancer name. <laughs> At the Blue Oyster. At the Blue Oyster. So there you go. <laughs> Who looks guess. silly now, Brent? Exactly. So yeah, this was a 1976 first book you ever did. And you can tell as we get get going through it, you can tell it's very... I mean, the the regular ones that you and I grew up with, Eddie, are very kid-oriented, but this is yep. very even maybe we, – we talk about being nine. This might be seven or eight-year-old level. It's it's pretty kid, kid-oriented, kid but that's okay. Kid-friendly? Yeah, very kid-friendly. <laughs> so – but you can see this is a very beat-up book, as you can tell. This is a scan of a an original. This is what it looks like on on your shelf. At, at home after you've read it 50 times like a before and after picture <laughs> before and after i love the tape could, could you turn it one more page just yeah. one page in yeah, look see at the, the tape. tape it's holding it on yes literally <laughs> holding it together it's literally holding it together this is the roadrunner library 8283 wow that's kind of cool yeah. though looking at these old library books yeah we digress Gilmy talks. You, are, yeah, I love, I love, I love your hat, Justin. In that comment, I've had envy. Had envy. Yeah. Panama, <laughs> that Panama Jack hat. Yeah, exactly. All right. This hat on it. This hat is no accident. We're going on a sea of adventure. Sit sea back of adventure enjoy. to Sugarcane Island. Sugarcane uh, Island. Let's see. So let's go ahead. You got that pulled up, Eddie? I can go ahead and read the first first section if you I'm want. Ready to go when you are, sir. So let's okay. do this. You stand on the deck of a large boat looking back at the Golden Gate Bridge. As you set out into the Pacific, you have been invited to join Dr. Carlton Frisbee Ooh. on an expedition to the Galapagos Islands. Dr. Frisbee studies turtles and for, turtles for zoos. He knows everything about turtles. The trip oh. is great fun. But one day, as the boat is sailing along through the churning waters and you are stretched out in your deck chair watching the fish flying fish you see a huge wave heading toward the boat the wave was caused by an earthquake somewhere on the ocean floor it rolls across the water at you and your boat it rises with it higher and higher then the foaming water sweeps across the deck it is too late to run and all you can do is grab a hold of your deck chair 
In a moment, you are carried right off the boat, clinging high on the crest, riding the great wave, flying on a cloud of water. The only oh. thing you can see through the foam and spray are your own hands tightly gripping the deck chair. Then which is you the feel worst yourself, thing to hold on to. Which, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you feel yourself sliding down the back of the wave. The next thing you remember is waking from a deep sleep. You wonder if you have been dreaming. You know you have not. Instead of being, you know you have not. Instead of being back in your bed, you find yourself lying high on a huge sand dune. Behind you is a broad slope, sloping beach. You watch the foaming waves thrashing upon it. Ahead of you is a meadow of tall reeds bounded by high rocky hills. You're hungry and thirsty. You look out at the ocean and see nothing but endless blue water. Except for a few seagulls hovering over the waves, you are all alone. Okay, here's our first choice. And I apologize, I didn't explain at the beginning. The way we do this is we read through the book, we get to a choice, and then you just type in the chat what you want us to do. So we are at that choice. So... If you decide to walk along the beach, turn to page five. If you decide to climb the rocky hill, turn to page six. Real easy. There you go. It's pretty easy. They should have had a third option in there. If you're well, thirsty, start drinking some of that seawater, dummy. It's not. It's all water. Water, ain't it? It's delicious. Reminds me of that yep. line from the movie um, Cabin Boy. If no one has seen Cabin Boy in the chat or whatever, by the way, you got to watch that movie. Cabin Boy. Okay. He's like, he's like, there's Al. Climb the hill. He's hoping there's a he's hoping that there's a knife pit or a sea of like a like a yeah. Burmese tiger trap on the other side of that hill. Yeah. Al says seawater is refreshing. <laughs> there's uh, there's a there's that line from Cabin Boy. He's like, is it true what they said about drinking seawater as being bad for you? And the guy's like, that's news to me. And the guy's like, it's water, ain't it? <laughs> it's like, She wants us to climb a hill, too, and get torn apart by tigers or eaten by caterpillars. I don't know. <laughs> we have two votes. That would be, be a heck of a thing. We have two votes for the hill. Or, or we fall in a pit on top of a mammoth that starts on fire and jumps over a cliff. But we have Dagwood sandwiches in our hand. Well, that's the way to go, though. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. Let me go carrying a Dagwood. That's a that is a name. Was that named after the comic strip, or was that a thing that was the sandwich was called that before the comic strip? Ah, trip. I bet you either Al or Carolyn knows that one. Anyway, so we got two votes for climb the hill. Okay, everybody else watching who hasn't voted yet, your voices are getting silenced. Turn, turn to page five with the yellowest of tape. Oh, six. I'm sorry. Yep. Here we go. Looks like he's praying in front of that bush. You head up toward the rocky hill, crossing a marshy meadow on the way. You watch carefully for snakes. Good idea. You might, oh, you find some tasty berries that quench your thirst and make you feel stronger, like all berries do. All berries are good for you, kids. Eat any berry you see, just like they did in this book. <laughs> exactly. If it's, on, if it's growing on a bush, you don't have to worry about it. it killing you. 
I messed. I I didn't say. I'll quick diver, uh, divulge this. I was in um, the uh, drive-through with my uh, daughter uh, last night, getting some food, and uh, they had a decorative bush with these little berries on it. And I pulled some off and I tossed them in my mouth, not not <laughs> eating them, but just yeah. tossed them in there and mocked, chewed them up, and she, my, my oldest started freaking out. She thought <laughs> I just instantly killed myself right there. Like, dad I'm going to eat some his, the berries. So how did your dad die? He ate some berries at the drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, started like freaking out. She was like, oh god. Oh, anyway, hilarious. You find some tasty berries that are definitely not poison that quench your thirst and make you feel stronger. You walk on, climbing higher, fueled with berry strength. <laughs> but you find but you find that to get to the top of the hill, you will have to climb up some steep and dangerous looking rocks. Ooh. If you decide to try to climb the steep rocks, turn to page nine. If you decide to go back to the berries and just mow some more down like the champ you are <laughs> and rest for the night, turn to page 10. So, so the steep. dangerous looking rocks and then steep rocks. So which are they? Are they dangerous and steep or steep and dangerous? Yeah. I think steep implies dangerous no matter what. So if we're yeah, walking, probably. if we're downtown and we see some guys that look kind of dicey, we can call them steep. Steep. Ooh. Yeah, these guys are steep. Berries make like Chaka in Land of the Lost, and like them berries. Chaka loves berries. Chaka want berries. The owl. The reason we know the berries aren't deadly though is because we probably took a correspondence course in berry recognition. Right. Oh, he was yes. at least first, maybe second in his class at it's berry recognition class. Berryology, yes. I, I, you can just stop people like when you're giving a tour. Say, hey, just understand, I'm a berryologist. Okay? Hey, listen, you got a necklace that's made out of strawberries. You're like, listen up. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. You think anybody's wear this necklace walking around? Oh, I'm, we got to vote for the berries. We got two votes for berries. Two one vote, for, vote berries. for rocks. That's probably berries. That would be page I ten. I want berries. Dun, 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 dun. Give it By the way, we three. have no shoes in this picture. Ooh. Apparently, the wave oh. stole our shoes. You're right. We lost our shoes. Oh, okay. And socks. Good point. And socks. So we're going to page ten for berries right. and a nap. Anyone who's not voted, berries, berries. It is page ten. You find your way back to the berries and munch on them hungrily. You know Ooh. you need more than this to live on. Yet you wonder whether you can find anything else to eat. You peer through some heavy brush looking for more berries. There, standing before you, is an enormous white dog. All no, right. Wait, are, we gonna, are we talking about eating a dog in this book? I, I'm kind of wondering <laughs> what's Because they went from here. you're really hungry, and then they're like, there's a dog. <laughs> so if you go up to the dog, turn to page 18. If you stay hidden, go to page 19. So do we walk up to the dog? Or do we go to page 19? So chime in on the chat and let us know what you want to do. What harm could happen approaching yeah. a strange dog? And the dog looks kind of you know, the drawing. He's only as, I guess those are the berry bushes behind him. Like, I guess. Like the very berries, the very berries that, that you were eating, you noticed this dog loves to pee on. So you're like, <laughs> you, just ate, hmm. you just ate the the berries that he peed on. I, I just ate some piss berries. These Dang it. These berries taste a little diabetic. These, <laughs> these berries have a spiciness to them that I don't believe. Like, these a mysterious berries are liquid. really shiny. 
<laughs> Why are these berries so like like covered in juice? <laughs> oh gosh. We got we got literally three votes for the dog. So we're Pet gonna the dog from Al. Puppy from Carolyn. What Justin say? I own a white dog, so go pet. Yeah, okay. I don't like Justin's logic at all. I own a lot of things that I don't want to go near. <laughs> near. Yeah. I do. Oh man. So that I is my eyes I don't even open. Yeah, there you go. Go up to the dog. Turn page, to page 18. 18. By the way, you, at Eddie. some point in the story, apparently we grow a beard. Look at this guy. And you're nine. <laughs> or nine years old. This is this is us at nine. Man, life is rough <laughs> on the island. It's very rough up here. Right. Oh, let's see. 18, what page was that? Correct. I'm sorry. I didn't even. Uh, 18. 18? Yep. As soon as you go up to the dog, he runs around barking loudly. He does not bite, but it nudges you along a path. When you try to step aside, he nips at your heels. You have no choice but to go along because you value your heels. And the dog read the book written by Al's dog, who bites your toes mercilessly. <laughs> uh. I'm breaking my rule on inside jokes. For everybody listening, a guy named Al, our friend, his dog will bite your toes off. Toes off. Literally. <laughs> go, yeah. Spit him out. Um you have no choice but to go along. After a while, another dog appears. They herd you onto a meadow where there are at least a dozen more of them. They come about and sniff you. It gives you a creepy feeling. Ooh. If, if you turn to run away, turn to page 36. If you do not try to run away, turn to page 37. Okay. So Makes to sense. run or not these, to run. These choices. That is the question. Yeah, so, that really is the question at the end of the So day. you can tell, Eddie, that this is very more kid-oriented, don't you think? Oh, it's very much kid-oriented. And you can tell that this is probably really wrapping your head around the format. You know, yeah. like before there was a lot more nuance. You're hopping all over the book. I mean, this is a little bit more linear in a way. It is. It yeah. is. Never so Car run. Carolyn says never run. <laughs> yeah. Al says stand your ground. And Justin... His trust, his trust for those white dogs went away instantly. He's like, nope. Yeah. It's like, nope. I may have a white dog, but now we got like eight of them. We're we're out of here. Right, right. He's like, I trust one white dog. I don't trust two. Two. Certainly don't trust dog. about six of them. So, All right. So I think we're gonna be running, running away. away. No. Yep. Oh wait, no. Carolyn said never run. Never run. Never run. So we're standing our ground. Stand our ground. So we're gonna stand our ground. So chime in the chat. Let us know. But. We're going to stand our ground. Page 37. Page 37. That'd be me. <laughs> Many dogs run. It's a pack. Yes. All right. 37. Yep. Get to here. Okay. Ah. All right. The dogs are organized. No kidding. Which I got to get them credit for. I mean, that's, you know. Sure. They have a berry economy. Very nice. <laughs> the dogs mill about you, growling and nipping at each other's heels. Then they run howling off after some unseen game. You run mm. in the other direction. Almost immediately, you see up, up ahead a giant green turtle hurrying along as if, it deter as if determined to get somewhere important. If you climb on the turtle, turn to page 70. If you just follow the turtle, turn to page 71. 
So do we hop on the turtle taxi or do we just follow it? Well, I feel like this is my, my choose your own adventure sense is tingling now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like hopping on the turtle is going to be a pivotal. This is a pivotal choice here. This is you're about four choices, five choices in, even at the early stages on this, you can tell 100, 100 million, uh, uh, covert nerd coins goes to Carolyn (laughs) Daly for, for a Discworld reference. Yep. Yep. Oh, Al says to follow. There was any doubt of her nerd cred. We are split. We have to have some more people vote. Hey, if you're watching, tell us what to do. That's the whole point of this interactive show. It is. You determine the story or you determine whether we live or die. Despite, despite certain people's best efforts. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Justin says, write it. If you're taking the turtle taxi, you can't complain about how fast it, how long it takes to get there. So we're probably taking the turtle taxi, which Climb is aboard, write it. page 70. All righty. I think that's you. I'm turning oh. to it. Kanoa Green. Thanks oh, for hopping Kanoa. in. Pet goodness the turtle. Gracious. Oh, man. Some more high school goodness. Kanoa's a good friend of mine back from the old days in high school. And uh, she's pretty amazing. You should follow her on the old Instagram. She's pretty awesome. Okay. A lot of cool. a lot of fitness and motivation stuff. Kanoa is the real deal. Legit. And she's watching us read nerd books tonight. So there you go. Well, yeah. So sit that back, was... Kanoa. Have fun. Page she seventy. Says, pet the turtle. I'm assuming pet the turtle is a ride the turtle. So if that's the case, Lee, we are split. Uh oh. <laughs> so you got to flip the nerd coin. Oh boy. Let me grab the coin. I should always just make sure I have this pulled up. Have that nerd coin up. So literally, we got climb. Rot pet, which I'm gonna go with. That's ride, and follow. Let's see here. Actually, no. We got three. No, I lied. We have three ride, one follow. Three ride and one. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, we don't I'm need sorry. the coin. Keep that, keep, keep that coin up, though. You never know <laughs> when we'll need it. True. True. All right. Here we go. I'm almost to the page here. My my uh, book decided to reset. Here we go. You just managed to scramble up to the up the steep part. A lot of steep things. Yeah, going we, on we have a lot island. of steep stuff here. Up the steep part of the turtle's shell and get on top. The turtle, who uh, the turtle who acts as if he knows where he's going. All turtles know where they're going. I'm just saying. Of it just in case takes him a little longer. It takes him a little while. Lumbers along through the meadow and down a little hill and splash is in the water and swimming. You feel as if you are riding a tiny round raft because really that's what a turtle is. Exactly. (laughs) You look around, you are on a broad stream and here and there you see long green crocodiles. Your turtle keeps clear of them. Suddenly the stream reaches the sea. The turtle is about to swim on out into the ocean. The very place we came from. From. Exactly. Is, we've got we've eaten berries. We've eaten berries and now we're back and in the ocean. Got our heels nipped by dogs. What are we doing here? The turtle is so if you stay on the turtle, turn to page 114. If you dive off, turn to page 115. Now Eddie, why does this page have a picture of an alligator? Versus a crocodile? Or crocodile, and we were on a turtle. I don't know what the. Well, what because is we this? do see we uh, in the in the reading there, we came across that 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 long green crocodiles. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. 
That's true. So that's what this illustration is apparently showing us. I figured they'd put the turtle there, but I guess crocodile's more vicious. So you want to put that on there? Well, and you'd figure they would maybe figure it into the choice, but they, they kind of don't. But if we dive off, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where yeah. this goes. We can't, anyway. we can't even. Now I'm all over the map. All right. One vote for dive. Dive, dive, dive. Al says dive. Stay on. Two votes for stay on. Oh. You're like, you ride that turtle into the rocks. Ride you it into the sunset. <laughs> what, what happens when the turtle goes underwater? Two turtles <laughs> on the shell. <laughs> Ride that enough. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, stay on the turtle. Oh. Jill coming in with a Jill. wrong vote for stay on the turtle. Stay. So we got stay on, stay on, stay on. So we th three. Three we to go. stay on. You know, when you commit to a turtle taxi. You don't mess around. You don't get off until he kicks you off. That's so page right. 114 for you, sir. 114 for me. Which, by the way, page 71 is in some rough shape, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is this is a 40 five-year-old book <laughs> it's been through Which a lot nothing, of library kids <laughs> this book is still younger than lee yeah exactly yeah <laughs> okay it was 114 right 114 sir oh boy you ride oh. along further and further from shore the turtle suddenly dives see leaving you alone yeah. in the thrashing waves mm. you do not see the turtle again but you do see a huge shark swimming toward you in only a moment, the shark has finished his dinner of you. The end. Yes. <laughs> Look at that illustration. Look at that illustration, too. You got but your. It's not us because it has shoes. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, we, we put shoes back on at some point during the. During the during stay the on ride. the island. <laughs> we got our Velcro 1980 shoes sticking out of that shark's mouth. Look at that. Well, that escalated this... quickly. That did. <laughs> and that and that I guarantee you that brings a smile to Al's face right now. Look at oh, those yeah. legs sticking out of that shark's mouth. Just the legs mouth. sticking out of the shark's mouth. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's just all black and white, just basic, but it it delivers the idea. It didn't build up to it either. One minute we're on a turtle. We're like, yep. man, listen, I ate some delicious berries. I got to pet some dogs. I'm having the best day of my life. Yeah. Now I'm riding this turtle. What could go wrong? I mean, it, and the page. berries may or may not have been peed on by dogs. We don't know. I mean, we're going to go with the berries got peed on, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you ate some pea berries. Oh, we got eaten by a shark. What a <laughs> end of the day. Carolyn, great bedtime story. story. Short the and dead. End. Yeah, that's true. Know, this man. was a bedtime story for his daughter. This started as bedtime stories. It's like, and then the shark ate you and your legs stick out of his mouth. Good night, honey. Daddy loves you. Sweet oh. dreams. Sweet <laughs> dreams, Fraulein. I love you so much. That's the, that's the Germans for you. That's the Germans version. <laughs> Enjoy. Everybody dies. Everybody. All right. So. All right. So that was our first read on Sugarcane Island, which, by yes. the way, I mean, there was no sugar. No, no where's the sugar? Well, unless Shark. they sprinkled... Thus, that shark sprinkled a little sugar on top of you before he ate Ooh. you. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to eat you. I'm going to let your legs stick out of my mouth so they can draw that real quick. They, he's going to show all his friends, hey, look, look, guess what I ate? Hey. Look at these shoes. Who's got two fins and just ate a kid? This guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy. <laughs> <With> exactly. <his laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, the next one, 
is not so old, but comes in from Richard Brightfield. He did a lot of the Choose Your Own Adventure books too, but this one is Invaders I, of the Planet Earth. I and love look this at our cover. look at our dapper sweater yes. with the collared shirt underneath us, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. There's a sea of aliens coming, pour, vomiting out of this spaceship. Like one of them's throwing his hands up. Look at that guy right in front of him. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and we, assuming that's us in the front cover there. Not only are we dressed up in the most proper of 1980s fashions, we're not even bothered by this. We're like, whatever, man. Look at me. This is everybody's doing this. <laughs> He's very, very <laughs> calm, collected. I do love this cover, though. This is my version oh, of yeah. heaven. This is <laughs> this paranormal, paranormal well, dads right there. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, Let's see man. what Kim say. Yeah, this definitely has a Stranger Thing. It does, yeah. Yeah, good point. Oh, but I mean, honestly, Stranger Things has this kind of vibe because this came out what? What was the published uh, publication date? This, this was, one? let's look here. I think it was 87. Let's see if I can find it here. That's a number 70. 87, yep. 87. I was 10 years old, Lee. Yeah. So this is, boom, right at your, your, your kiddom oh. right here. This targeted right at my little eight-year-old little heart, a oh, ten-year-old little ten -year -old heart. heart. Like, man, I'll read this sucker all day. You kidding exactly. me? Exactly. All right, oh, so let's you, dive but... in. Let's you want get... me to start this one? Yeah, go ahead and start this one. All right. We got. Hey, Eddie, right, I just right out of the gate. Let me go back. Look, Look yeah. it has warning, and then it has a kid with a gun or a pipe. <laughs> yeah, warning. Don't read this through. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with this lead pipe. This kid's going to launch this Roman candle at you. <laughs> wow. I just noticed that. That's yeah. kind of rough. <laughs> yeah. We should read this real quick. Do not read this book straight through from beginning to end. These pages contain many different adventures you may have as you confront the invaders from space. From time to time, you read along. You will be asked to make a choice, intrepid listener and viewer. Your choice may lead to success or your dead legs hanging out of a shark's mouth. <laughs> The adventures you have are a result of your choices, like real life, everyone. You are responsible because you choose after you make your choice. Follow the instructions to see what happens to you next. Think carefully before you make a decision, like real life. Remember, the aliens have the power to destroy the entire Earth. You may be the only one who can save your planet. No pressure. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Here we go. This adventure begins in the future. Ooh. Ten years after the Torons have invaded planet Earth, they came from their star, Tau Ceti, fighting and conquering their way across the galaxy. Now Earth is just one among the hundreds of planets they rule. And we came in at a bad time on this one. We did. We're already slaves. Uh -huh. <laughs> the Torons are not typical conquerors. For the most part, they leave Earth's people alone. In fact, though the Earth has survived ten years of Toron occupation, no one really knows what they look like. All we know is they like to plant berries and pee on them. <laughs> Rumors describe them as everything from gorgeous humanoids to slithery little spider-legged creatures. One thing is certain, though. Their electronic equipment is highly sensitive to ordinary electrical current. So sensitive that a flashlight beam could destroy one of their ships. How'd they How, conquer how'd they us? Conquer us? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just turn this what flashlight they, on. <laughs> what, what'd they do? Yeah, exactly. A what? flashlight, dude. You could like, you could like, you know, point a cell phone at them and just take out the whole planet. You just have a like pin light and boom. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. 
the pen light, the pen light and the correspondence course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, could destroy their, one of their ships to prevent this. The Torons have decreed that any use of electricity will be subject to attack. What this means for earth is that there are no more airplanes, automobiles, radios, or electric lights. There have been many attempts to fight the powerful aliens, but none have been successful. Only the Vorks, member, members of a small star federation, have so far managed to resist the warlike Torons. But the Vork resistance may not last long. Outside of what was once the city of Denver, Colorado, the Torons have set up a military output, outpost designed to help them in their conquest of the Vorks. Recently, you've heard rumors that the Torons are planning to move on. It could just be nonsense, or it could be true. One fact is known. The Torons never leave a planet without totally destroying its civilization. <laughs> you don't know how you can stop the Torons, but you have to try. Turn to page four. Four. Okay. From, let me keep reading until we have a choice. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. Okay. From the porch of your house in the small town of Midville, Colorado, you can see big Colorado plug there. Uh, hey, Carolyn, <laughs> shout out to Carolyn, living in yes. the old Colorado. Um, you can see the results of the Toron invasion. Wrecked and rusted automo automobiles sit uselessly. Who had headlights? They could have just sh shown them at the, anyway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Along the side of the street. Overhead power lines trail from their poles. Long ago, they stopped carrying electricity into your home. Telephones, television, stereos, and electrical lights are things of the past, and it's the same all over the planet. People travel by horse and wagons or bicycle. Trains still run, but only on steam engines. Using anything else, even a flashlight, immediately signals the Torons. Their ships appear, and within minutes, blast apart whatever was turned on. From what you've seen, there's no doubt they could easily destroy the planet. As you look down the street, you spot your friend Ricky on his bike coming your way once again total 80s oh yeah 80s name only bikes can save the world now Ooh, there's a band of jugglers on the village green he calls out skidding to a stop let's go check them out maybe they've got some news from metro or they'll know something about new about the torons all right you call back jugglers have all the best news i'll get my bike <laughs> why not a minute a minute later you spin around the side of the house and the two of you ride toward the center of town Turn to page eight. When you reach the village green, you find the jugglers in full swing. Wouldn't it be full juggle? Full juggle. Yeah, not swinging. Full juggle. Nearby, a troop of acrobats is performing a tumbling routine, and a magician is doing card tricks. So apparently our only form of uh, entertainment anymore is like we've gone straight back to like vaudeville. Con carnival. The carnies. Yeah. The carnies are exactly. here. <laughs> yeah, see, look at me. Um, and a magician back down to puppet shows. Hey, me and Jesse be great. Ooh, yeah, you <laughs> fit be right fun. in. You and Ricky walk through the crowds, taking it all in. You haven't gone too far when a familiar voice calls out, Hey, you too. It's your friend and neighbor, Lisa. She runs over and says breathlessly, Guess what? You'll never believe this, but I'm going to Metro to stay with my uncle Mortimer. Ricky gives a low whistle. Metro's a wild place. You're lucky to get to the city, you say. I hear it makes Midville seem totally dull. <laughs> All we have is jugglers and magicians. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy's like, guess which number I'm holding behind my back. <laughs> this is entertainment, guys. <laughs> this is what I got, man. Paper, rock, scissors. 
Well, you two could come if you wanted to, Lisa says. There's plenty of room, and I'm sure it would be all right with my uncle. Besides, it's only for a little while. My parents would never let me, Ricky says. The Torons have attacked five sites there just this last week. They have flashlights there like crazy. Crazy, man. They They have flashlight parties. I'm not sure, you say, wondering what you'll tell your parents. And then something else occurs to you. Another rumor. Metro is supposed to be the center of a resistance movement against the Torons. If you're serious about fighting them, it might be a good idea to pack your bags now before it's too late. Bum, bum, bum. If, you, if you decide to set off for Metro with Lisa, turn to page 10. If you decide to stay in Midville with Ricky and play it gosh darn safe, turn to page 64. Hey, uh, Gilmy or Justin had this book, he said. There you go. All right. So he already knows. You know, He's from Canada, too, so I bet you it's very similar to living in Canada, where all they have is jugglers and magicians <laughs> to entertain them. And acrobats. Acrobats. Dude, yeah, tumbly routine. And acrobats. Yeah. And they can't shine a flashlight without someone coming by and stealing all their stuff. <laughs> Are we doing the roommate for life thing again? I'm having flashbacks from last. Yeah. Yeah. Remember no that kidding. <laughs> and then you'll live with, we'll be roommates till one of us dies. Dies. Al says to play it safe. What? Wow. What? Al, go in the zigging when you want to zag. Zag, yeah. It's a ploy. It's a ploy, Eddie. Oh, I forgot. Canada has wrestling, too. Oh, that's true. Which kind of goes with the acrobats, right? That's true. So, Carolyn says, go with Lisa for Metro. Yep. Justin says, Metro. Mm -hmm. Al says, play it safe. So, I think we're going to Metro. Metro with Lisa. Yeah. This revolution's not going to start itself. Exactly. Go to the crazy town of Metro. It just was it from Ghostbusters? Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Oh, Kim said safe. Vote for safe. Still, still wait. Well, so are we split? Because Lisa, we are. Oh, Al and Kim. Are synchronizing unless here. We, unless we get another vote here, we're gonna have to do the covert Oops. nerd coin. Wow, look at that! Look at that infinite. Well, that's that's that, <laughs> that was kind of cool, actually. That was kind of some Bill and Ted, like no, that was like spaceballs. You should bring them back up. We can do a spaceballs routine. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Where that... are we at? <laughs> that's now, yeah. sir. What? Yeah, we can do that here. Here you go. There it is. <laughs> wait, wait. What did you do what there? Looking at. <laughs> What when does this happen right in now? the movie? Wait, when does this happen? This is happening now, sir. That's crazy. <laughs> go back to then. <laughs> Hello, Eddie. Yeah, exactly. Go back to go back to then. That's perfect. Oh man. Okay. All right. So, so since we split, we have to flip the covert nerd coin. So here we go. Yes. Heads, I say Lisa. Tails, we play it safe. God. Okay. God help. Tails are safe. Safe tails. Heads. Heads. Heads it is. We go to Metro. We go to Metro. So that's page 10. Yep. So this is Metro. Wait for me, you tell Lisa. I want to go to Metro with you. You pedal home as fast as you can, and after assuring your parents that it's okay with Lisa's uncle, you get permission to go because you're 10. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Mom. Her uncle said it's fine. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. It takes oh, you no honey, time you're gonna at go all start to pack. a revolution with our alien overlords? Yeah. Go for it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. 
Oops, I gotta scroll down here. It takes you no time at all to pack and get to the railroad station where Lisa is waiting for you. Together, you watch the huge steam engine chug into the station and stop with a loud hiss of steam. The train ride is great, faster than anything you can remember, and yet you know that before the coming of the Tarans, steam trains were considered slow, and they were no longer used. The conductor tells you that on an electric train, the ride between Midville and Metro took 20 minutes. Nearly two and a half hours later, the steam engine pulls into Metro. The sky has clouded over, and as you leave the train, Lisa says, I hope we can make it to my uncle's place before the rain starts. You hardly even notice the weather. You're start staring at the giant skyscrapers left from the age of electricity. The, building rise, the buildings rise so high you can barely see the sky. But you know that without electric, electric elevators or plumbing, most can only be used for the first seven or eight floors. And the streets are narrow, crowded with horses pulling wagons and carriages. Lisa leads you through the downtown area to the base of the tallest skyscraper in Metro. She looks at you and grins. Get ready to climb some stairs, she says, because this is the place. Page 16. You and Lisa go into the lobby of the building and look at the listing of tenants posted on the wall. This is it. Professor Mortimer Cromley, room 1806. Lisa says, reading from the list, that's on the 18th floor. You mean we have to walk up 18 floors, you exclaim? Looks like it, Lisa says. We might as well get started. You find the stairwell and climb up and up. Finally, you reach the 18th floor. Then you go down a long, wide hallway until you find a sign on the door reading, Cromley Scientific Foundation. Lisa knocks. The door opens, and there stands a tall, thin, balded headman bald-headed man with a small, <laughs> neat, pointed beard. Lisa, he exclaims, it's so good to see you, and I see you've brought a friend. I hope you don't mind, Lisa says. Not at all, Professor Cromley replies. We have plenty of room. In fact, there is another 30 empty floors above us. Suddenly, there's a booming explosion outside the building. Everything shakes for a few moments, and you can hear the windows in the next room shatter. Turn to page six. I got backtrack here. Six. You wait until you're sure the explosions are over, and then the three of you cautiously check the window. A column of smoke rides, rises from the top of the tall building in the distance. Above it, a Tarin patrol ship circles the, the smoke and then speeds away. Probably some fool with a flashlight, mutters the professor. Use electricity, and the Tarins are here in seconds. Something has to be done about them, you say. I intend to do something, the professor replies. For years, I've been working on a new form of power, a force the Tarans will be unable to detect. There is one final step necessary to activate the first grav bar. Tonight, I believe I will have the energy needed for that step. What step, you ask, trying to make sense of all this? I will need a tremendous charge of electricity, he answers. Electricity, Lisa says. The Tarans will blast you and this whole planet will turn to dust. The professor doesn't look nearly as worried as his niece. There is one type of electricity the Tarans can't control. Lightning. We can Ooh. use its energy against them, and they won't even realize it. And I think tonight is the perfect time. Give me one good reason, Lisa says. Lisa says. A storm's coming. I can feel it in my bones. It'll be the perfect chance for the grav bar to charge itself. 
You see, it attracts lightning the way a magnet attracts iron. Is this grav bar in here, you ask, looking around the barren apartment? The professor frowns. Of course not. It's up on the top floor. If you want to help me tonight, I suggest we start up there. Then again, it would be as valuable to me if you got some information about how we can test the grav bar against the Tarans once it's activated. How far up is the top floor, you ask? From here, 30 floors. The professor answers and starts toward the door. If you help activate the grav bar, turn to page 17. If you'd rather search for information, turn to page 48. All right. There you go. There you the go. grav bar. Don't you love that name? The grav bar. <laughs> that should be the name oh, of, a, of, a, of a club we open up, Lee, you and me. The grav bar? It's the grav bar. It's a bar Re- made of gravel. <laughs> so when you say I want it on the rocks, it's yeah, it's already just, on the rocks. Just throw a bunch of rocks in there and drink up. Um, I I love that it, it attracts a lightning like, like scoops attracts a hoy. <laughs> Let's search see. Search for info. Search for info. Justin says search for info. Al says search for info. RTFM first. I don't know what RTFM I don't know what that means. Is. Sorry, Carolyn. We're not cool. Yeah, I you kids and your your chat you snaps and your insta you faces. <laughs> your <laughs> your face spaces and that your... clock that clock app that you guys like. I don't know what <laughs> this tic-tac. is about. Yeah, the TikToks. The what is that? Toes. So we got one re, re- <laughs> freaking, <laughs> freaking manual. <laughs> well, I we're guys. We never read the manual. No, we take we, those instructions and throw them away. And yeah. then we feel bad about it. Later. And then we have to ask, why isn't this working? <laughs> All right. So uh, activate from Kim. So we got two two search for infos. Three search I'm gonna for go infos. Re- I'm going to go read the freaking manual. It's probably search for info. info. Yeah, yeah. So we got three search for infos and one activate. And one just activate. So, so we're reading the manual. We're, yeah. we're searching for info. We're searching for info. That is Turn page, the page 48. 48. Okay. Here we, go. Here we go. I'll see what I can find, you tell the professor. Good. I'll have the first grav bar ready when you get back, he replies. Lisa is going to stay here and help me. Terrific, Lisa groans. He didn't even give her a choice. No. It's family Jeez. for you. It's what they do. Gosh darn it. You go back down to the street. Where can I start, you ask yourself? My correspondence course in apocalyptic research <laughs> should help me here. <laughs> You've heard a lot about the Torons, but mostly guesses and rumors. No one in Midville has ever seen one or even a picture of one. For almost an hour, you wander through the city of Metro. The streets were so crowded when you arrived, now seem deserted. Finally, you see a sign for a restaurant up ahead. Who knows? Maybe these Torons at a restaurant? What are you possibly serving in this in this old timey I know it's all turkey it's all turkey legs like a Renaissance fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like a big Renaissance <laughs> fair. <laughs> turkey red legs fair. and all it is. Oh yeah. Where we live. Um restaurant up ahead who knows maybe these torons hang out in public places in any case you could use a meal well we've never seen them how how do they nobody knows what they look like but then we're like hey you know they might be at the restaurant Ooh, 
They, they like turkey legs. Who knows? Ooh, yeah, a side of a turkey leg with a tour on. Uh, you could use a meal. So you pull open the door and step inside. The restaurant isn't crowded. You buy some food at a counter and take it to a dimly lighted booth at the back of the large dining room. You are sitting there quietly eating your food when you hear whispered voices in the next booth. They are talking about the Torons. <gasps> Turn to page 72. Okay. This has a lot of turn to pages without making choices. It does. Yeah, it's definitely one of the, you can tell these are later in the series. They kind of got yeah. that way. Yeah, they wanted uh, more narrative. Yes. Like we can't do narrative if we keep, you know, General Claymore, which would be a good name for a general. Of course. He is a he has a real short fuse. You're welcome. Um is having trouble raising an army to fight the Torons, one of them whispers. He needs more volunteers. Man, are we still volunteering in this post-apocalyptic world? You'd be drafting people in this I, world. Hey, we need more 10-year-olds. We need more 10-year-olds. <laughs> we need an army of flashlight-wielding 10-year-olds. Yes, actually, that's not bad. Get me a daycare, somebody. Come on, stat. Um, he needs more volunteers. I'll try to get as many as I can. Another man whispers back. We'll leave for the general's camp at midnight. From behind the restaurant, says a third man. You poke your head around the corner of medieval turkey legs. <laughs> I might volunteer, you say. I might volunteer. With resounding conviction, you say, yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I absolutely will maybe do this. <laughs> uh, there is a silence. There's silence for a few seconds as the three men look at you with a shocked expression. I'm not a Turan spy or anything. <laughs> You say <laughs> that's exactly what a Toronto spy would say. Exactly. Kill him. <laughs> we kill him with like a knife or something because we can't use electricity. Oh yeah. Um. If there is such a thing as a Toron spy, oh there is, says one of the men. You can be sure of that. But we'll take a chance and trust you, man. I love trust is trust is cheap in this story. I guess so. If you overheard our conversation, you know that we're leaving for the general's camp at midnight. If you'd like to come along as a volunteer, you're welcome. These men are a little too careless discussing their plans. It could be some kind of trap, you think. And you are supposed to be getting information for the professor. Should I kill everyone in this room, you wonder to yourself? I'm kidding. <laughs> but if these men are on the level, the general might be able to give you some, some useful information. Oh, hmm. my sense is tingling. Here we go. Ooh. If you decide to go to the general's camp, Turn to page 60. If you decide to stay in Metro City and to continue to look for information, turn to page 84. Hmm. Well, it's kind of weird. Follow some, they yeah. accuse us of being a spy, but then he's like, hey, you want to come to the camp? <laughs> you're like, you're, are you a spy? No, I trust this guy. Yeah. I, just, I like I where just he's trust going. Him. <laughs> I, like, I like his 10-year-old face. He looks honest. We okay, Justin. Says stay camp. in the go to the camp. Al says oh stay in camp. I, does this that mean? We get a, oh, I get stay, 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 so stay. So wait, you get stay in Metro City or go to the camp. So it's either stay oh, okay. or go. Okay. So Tim, you need to clarify if you mean stay there or go to the go to the camp or stay in Metro City. Yeah. 
because it could be any, anything. Because Al said stay Al, in camp. And Al, you too. We need some clarification there. I think Al. Oh, Al, Al said stay in camp. Stay. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He said camp. Okay. We're getting all these stays. So I think. I'm assuming stay, stay, is stay in Metro City. city. Yep. Stay in yep. Metro so City. Two votes, two votes for stay, two votes for camp. Unless we get another vote, we're going to have to. Well, now, Al said stay. Kim said stay. Carolyn said stay. Well, but Al put stay in camp at the top there. Do you see that one? Yeah, but then right below there, he put stay. Okay. All right. We got three stays in Metro City. So we're going to stay in Metro City and go to page 84. We're not going to go with those weirdos that think we're a spy. We're going to stay Listen, right where I've we're at. I've learned anything in my, 12, my 10 years on this planet. <laughs> Don't, you just don't, don't trust, trust somebody you, you meet whispering at the sizzler. You yeah, don't with, trust them. With the, with the turkey turkey leg in their with hand. The, with the medieval turkey leg. With that yeah. juice dripping down their elbows. It's like, <laughs> I don't trust these guys. Like Carolyn said earlier, a huge plate of dysentery. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're going in there hungry, but you're walking out with diarrhea. You know that's happening. <laughs> I would like to meet the general sometime, you say. But right now, I'm busy with something else. You Ooh. leave the restaurant okay. and head down the street. You haven't gone far when you when you get a funny feeling. You don't know exactly why, but you think you're being followed. You duck uh -oh. into a doorway and wait. No one comes after you. After a while, you start feeling foolish. You go out and start down the street again, and as you're walking along, you catch a reflection in a piece of polished metal projecting from the front of a building. You see two men at the other end of the block coming in your direction. They look like two of the men from the restaurant, but they're too far away for you to be sure. You start walking faster, and you take a quick glance behind you and see the two men hurrying in your direction. Quickly, you duck into the lobby of an abandoned skyscraper. At the other side of the lobby are two stairway signs. One says, to the basement. The other one simply says, up. You have to make a quick decision. The men are not far behind you. If you go up, go to page 43 if you go down go to page 98 so pretty simple up or down pretty simple just like labyrinth man when she fell down that thing and those blue hands are holding her and they're like up or down exactly yeah yeah yes which way <laughs> which way which way do you want to go you want to go up or down so al says one down. Vote for down one vote for up we're already tearing ourselves in half somebody uh -oh. help us out here right now <laughs> we're Try already up. You got two votes for up, up. three votes up. for up. Carolyn says it's up, Kim says up, Justin says up, Al says down. So, sorry, Al, we're going up. Our, our movies, just point that out. Yeah, 43. All right, 43. Here we go. Bear with me, I overshot that one. No, I did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. You start up the stairway to the higher floors of the abandoned skyscraper. You have no idea how many floors there are, but there sure are a lot. <laughs> My correspondence course didn't teach me this. Uh, you keep going up. Every few floors, you stop to catch your breath and throw up. Down below <laughs> you, you can hear heavy footsteps racing up the stairs. If you keep going, you think maybe they'll give up. No such luck. The men keep coming after you, and they're getting closer. Then you see a large bin on one side of the land, on one of the landings. You just have 
Uh, you just have time to climb inside. A few seconds later, the two men, pull it, huffing hard, reach the landing. They stop and listen. Is this really necessary? One of them asks and gasps. This person we're after may not suspect anything. We can't take any chances, says the other man in a cold, hard voice. Not stopping to gasp. <laughs> not with what the Torons are paying us. Ooh. And their weird alien money that doesn't even work because we don't have an economy anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's all turkey legs. That's what the bin's doing. It's all turkey leg economy. Unfortunately, the bin that you are in is very dusty and you suddenly sneeze. Uh Uh-oh. The sneeze of page 91. 91, man. We're flying all over this book. All right, here we go. Suddenly sneeze, suddenly sneeze more. <laughs> like that little little shop reference there. 91, sorry, it was 91, correct? My... Yeah, 91. The two men run over to where you are hiding. Aha! We've got you, says the old man with the hard voice, pulling an old-fashioned revolver, shaking you, grit your teeth, and wait for the shot. Suddenly, a pencil-thin beam shoots out of the darkness from the other end of a hallway, branching off the landing, catching the man with the gun in the back. He screams and fires wildly, several bullets going through the bin where you are hiding. Then he sinks to the floor. The other man dives for cover behind the metal post at the top of the stairway, but he overshoots his mark and goes tumbling down the stairway, landing at the bottom with a sickening thud. What kind of thud, Lee? Sickening thud. (laughs) (laughs) The Vork who tried to save you runs over and looks in the bin where you are hiding. But it is too late. One of the bullets got you right between the eyes. That's not good, man. That's not good. You're not walking away from that. Yeah, I'm thinking you're just going to shake that off. The end. Ah, man, that ended abruptly. Shatner's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting wildly. Bang, 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 bang. bang, bang, bang. I don't aim this thing. Oh, here we go. I wish I knew how to talk Shatner. He could read some of this in Shatner. Well, they kind of wow. did at one point. He was like, Well, we do we know where do we, we are even know. going. going. <laughs> maybe well, you should have gone down. Yeah, Al said maybe. Yeah, so Al was right. Yeah, we died in a pretty spectacular way, and we died twice tonight. Just, we went down in a blaze of glory on this one. Man, there's I'm bullets going flying, down. lasers, yeah, lasers shooting, bullets flying, and we just get caught in the crossfire. I mean, they gave us hope too. The way they wrote that, it was like, uh-huh. oh, bullets are flying, bullets are flying wild. We might make it through this. Yeah, and then it says, you know, the fork tried to save us. We're like, oh, okay, we're fine. Ooh, but then, bullet between the eyes. And then eaten a by a bullet. shark. Man, we, we died horrific deaths. We didn't die well tonight. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we died right where our correspondence course lives. <laughs> in <laughs> we, a dusty we bin. Shot, we got shot right where the correspondence course lives. In our <laughs> in our brain meat. Right between the eyes. <laughs> right betwixt the eyes. Uh Carolyn, mom and dad said it was okay. To, to, yeah. You're like, I didn't uh, even get to eat a turkey leg. Oh, uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you told mom and dad you'd be fine. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna go we're, hang out with my with with Lisa. What could go wrong? We're ten. We're ten years old, man. Let's join join the resistance. <laughs> oh man, I mean, with an outfit like we had, you know, on the front cover, how could you how could you not survive? Well, we didn't stand out. That was the important part. That's true, because everybody's dressing that way in 1987. Oh man, <laughs> let's go. Well, back to that. like we do in all of these, we'll come and visit these one more time. On the uh, on the next episode because uh, man we did not it was not a strong look at that yeah that was not <laughs> that that was not us we need to no. modify this picture and just have a bullet with some blood running down his face <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> like there's a turkey leg in this pipe and I'm not afraid to use it yeah I mean look at this kid Why, I mean you got a red it was like a red sweater and the white collared shirt and the yeah, the, the blue jeans. How could you not stop an invasion with something like that? Yeah. He's like, man, I sure hope I don't get shot betwixt the eyes. M Mom just crushed this this uh, shirt. And it's all starchy. And <laughs> she's, like, she's like, Billy, don't get shot in that. I just washed it. I just washed <laughs> all it. All right, Mom. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, yeah. we did our best. We did our best. We're going to try this again next time. So stay Stay tuned to the Covert Nerd page, and we'll announce next time we do these and hop in the chat. And thanks to everybody well, in the chat. It was yep. a lot of fun. Oh, super fun, man. Too, too bad we had to die horrifically. We died in the belly of a shark. Yeah, Jill came <laughs> in strong with the going yeah. up. She was in the – She was in a, everybody wanted us to go up. Yeah, and then we get shot. Go figure. And I feel like it's, it's important to point out, uh, of all the people, this one person said, go down. Yeah. Al Garrison. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> what you going to do? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Eddie. Thanks, everybody in the chat. It was fun. Stay tuned. We'll do this again, and we'll we'll take another shot at both of these and see if we can survive. You can find these on archive.org. Just search up Choose Your Own Adventure. So if you don't have – if unless you're like Justin and you have the original, you can go take a look at these. And Oh, super fun. Yeah, we should probably put these links up on the page, Lee, so people can see these. Yeah. I'll I'll try yeah, to post them. I'll definitely if you're listening to this later, I'll put them in the show notes. But uh yep. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's been a it's while, been a while since we had a coin toss. So all right. Well thank you everybody. Appreciate it. We'll catch you later. Good night. Happy Good night. adventuring. Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> all right. There we that go. That was awesome. That was good. That was, that was a good a fun one, one. I didn't know where we were going to go with this one. It seemed like we weren't going to be ending. And then all of a sudden. Thank you for listening. It means a lot that you took the time to hear what we have to say. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com for all the different ways you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And until next time, you choose the adventure. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the You Choose podcast. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out.